truly, I cannot wait to explain the full little nagging little detail about this woman, a senator. Finally get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station. It didn't matter how high it was. The detail just makes the punchline even better. Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. This is a podcast with conservative political opinions on the edges, God at the center. We try to always keep the Lord at the center of things. Our partners at American Financing and AmericanFinancing.net have sent me um, some notes. They're seeing around the country areas where it's actually a really good time to buy a house, And look, they don't get any commissions. They don't pay commissions. They have no reason to talk people into purchasing a house. But here's the thing about them being a national mortgage bank, which is actually family owned. Guys, they can lock you in to an interest rate for 120 days. So no matter what comes, you're set. It's AmericanFinancing.net. I am not a politics and popcorn cat. It is far too serious for me to be constantly amused or even regularly amused by politics. There are moments where it's unavoidable. And, and it is so indicative of the time in which we live that there are people, and man, I struggle with this. The Lord tells us we're not to go around calling people fools. His word says you don't get to call people fool because a fool is worthless. The Lord is the only entity who gets to decide who's worthless. So I try so hard to use words like they do stupid things or they do moronic things or they do things that that a a lizard might do if a lizard grew up the ability to speak and write. And maybe that's not much better. Maybe it's not. And I'm going to struggle with that. But it is the sign of the times that in authoritarian times, because we live in an appeal to authority. Uh, We're going to follow the public health authorities. The scientists say, election experts say it was the safest, most secure election in history. However, experts say face masks are. So you know what it is. It's, It's the appeal to authority, which gets you people who've never thought for themselves or gets you people who like AOC. AOC's never thought for herself. She's a product. Like Obama was a product. Obama's just far 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 smarter and schemier and 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 in my judgment more more tied to evil. Like AOC is just does AOC's just not bright. But the people who are running things are super bright. Oh, and by the way, evil. And that's a dangerous combination obviously, bright and evil and arrogant. But I've always said that in a political candidate, the most dangerous combination is ignorance and arrogance. We've got arrogance at the top and ignorance with the people uh, in the middle or at the at the at the not top of the party. And it's indicative of these times. So let's start here. A guy who is in a town, Washington, D.C., just for a photo op, brings his wife His wife claims that she is wearing the tennis shoes of a girl who was murdered in Texas in a shooting that never needed to happen. And if, if, if we took seriously threats against schools and mental health, if we took seriously, Oh, I don't know, locking the doors to the school or not having a, a bureaucrat politician as a police chief or actually having cops who are ready to go break down a door to save kids, a whole bunch of things like that didn't need to occur. So this guy's wife said, oh, I'm, I'm carrying the shoes of this little girl who was murdered. Well, okay, except for the internet. There are pictures of this girl who, her shoes appear to be several years older and about a hundred shades less bright green than what are apparently the brand new shoes worn by this guy's wife. Now they, they, they came to town, D.C., to virtue signal around guns 
And incidentally, while they were there, a uh, apparent leftist lived in California, Simi Valley, and Seattle, went to Washington, D.C. with the intent to kill Brett Kavanaugh with a gun. So that, that happens in that same period of time. This guy, he's been taken into custody. His name is uh, John Roski of Simi Valley, California. He's been taken into custody. That happened while these guys were there. So apparently it appears these shoes were fake. Oh, and then there's this. The guy's an actor. And he has been in tons of movies where he displays irresponsible, psychotic behaviors with fake guns. And this happened. This guy is a fantastic actor. I can never remember his first name. It's McConaughey. Michael or Matthew McConaughey. I've seen his films. He's a great actor. So he can act a lot better than this. But this goes back to the stupidity and arrogance. Matthew McConaughey has no clue what would have stopped the shooting in Texas. He doesn't follow these things closely. I think it's Matthew, right? And you know, he can act better than this. Someone simply handed him this piece of paper and said, hey, will you go read this for people? I am certain this is what happened. This guy is one of the best actors in Hollywood. We need background checks. We need to raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 rifle to 21. We need a waiting period for those rifles. We need red flag laws and consequences for those who abuse them. These are reasonable, practical, tactical regulations. You can kill a bunch of people with a Glock or a Sig Sauer or 22 or 243. <laughs> the, 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 the magical thinking that one style of gun it's going to save lives. It's just that. It's magical thinking. Oh, and by the way, people who are 21 in one day never do these things. They never go commit mass murder like this. People who are 21 in a day. Just In fact, the day you're 21, you lose the desire to do it if you're crazy or, or have been abused your whole life and, and have become crazy, which doesn't excuse what these people do. Red flag laws. This guy said he showed everybody what he wanted to do. And your result would be to make sure he can't get guns. How? We can't make sure drug dealers don't get, don't sell drugs and that drug addicts don't get them. How are you going to make sure he doesn't get guns? Well, we're going to take his guns away. Are you going to take him out of society? Oh, no, 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 no. Because that's mass incarceration. We can't do that. That's mass, that's mass incarceration. We can't do that. <laughs> no, we're going to take away his guns and let him walk around society. Can he break in and steal guns? No, he won't. Because he knows he's got a second chance. See, it is so easy, Rush used to say this, God rest him, to think of these actors as smart because they read scripts. And the people who write scripts are, are, are genuinely smart people. Plus, they get to go through revision after revision after revision. And directors get to take cut after cut and take after take. And the colorists and, and the scene directors, etc. ad nauseum. But this happened in the same week that the figurehead's Homeland Security has issued a heightened threat advisory because of fears of mass casualty violence if the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade. So what's this? It's two things. It's something that's been happening for four years. The, the, the Black Lives Matter Incorporated and Antifa riots have been deadly for four years. No, never a warning about this as they were going on. Not, not from Biden's people. Chad Wolf issued these warnings. And it's also a statement to the Supreme Court. It's also that. It's a note to John Roberts. It's the same thing they did in the George Floyd Jury, it's the same thing they tried to do in the Kenosha, Wisconsin, Kyle Rittenhouse jury. They're signaling to the Supreme Court. We, the Department of Homeland Security, believe there's going to be murders. And incidentally, this guy making it to Brett Kavanaugh's house. Do you think it would be harder or easier for a guy like that to, to get up to a Supreme Court justice's house 
if the Washington Post had not published his address, had not shown on a map where he lives. Because that actually, there's a bunch of very, very, very big wig, mobbed up people who live in D.C. And incidentally, it's relatively difficult to find their houses. Oh, and also this. There's neighborhood security everywhere. Like you, I know this because I decided one time I was jogging and I got a little bit lost. And sometimes I would do this when I would jog. It was actually a way to trick myself into jogging longer. I would, I would purposely jog into a neighborhood I didn't know. And this happened to be a really nice neighborhood and I was jogging along and I saw this house and all these flags. I thought, well, that's really interesting. I, I wonder who's there. Look at that big house. And as I stopped and looked at it, a car rolled up. Guy got out of the car, very polite with a bunch of guns. May I help you? No, nope, just admiring the house. It's just on a jog. All right. You need anything else? Nope, just on a jog. Okay, well, I'll just stand here while you finish your jog. You need directions or anything? No, no, I'm good. I'm just going to stand here. And so we had a little face off and I smiled a little bit. And I just said, may I ask, uh, is this like an embassy? He goes, no need to know. No need to know. And he just stood there doing his job. I don't know who's there, but that's the reality of this town. So what do you think is easier for the guy who drives from apparently Simi Valley, California? Do you think he's easier to spot if he's like me, one lone cat standing outside? Or do you think he could hide in a crowd of people who've been allowed to stay outside the Supreme Court justices' homes? I was the sore thumb, but who's this, who's this cat jogging through our neighborhood? Is he really jogging? So sometimes it's not even politics and popcorn because this is a serious matter, but the stupidity, these people led around by smart, evil people. Here's another example. Chris Hayes sometimes says things that indicate to me Chris Hayes has a lot of intelligence. Sometimes he actually recognizes the nuance of, of, of the conservative position. Sometimes. I actually trust that somewhere in Chris Hayes, there's an intelligent man, but there's millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to be made reading things like this. This is the talking before the, the prosecutor, uh, yeah, Wednesday morning, we learned that the prosecutor in San Francisco, who's not a prosecutor, he's an activist, lost his, re, his, uh, his bid to be recalled. He's been recalled. Listen to Chris Hayes. We'll also be watching tomorrow's recall race in San Francisco, where big money donors are looking to take down reformist district attorney Chesa Boudin. And while this may look like a local issue at first, you know, you don't live in San Francisco, it has enormous, enormous repercussions nationally. Now, Boudin is an interesting guy. He's a Rhodes Scholar. Uh, he is part of this sort of crop of new generation prosecutors across the country, like Larry Krasner in Philadelphia and Kim Fox in Chicago, who came to power looking to sort of change the way prosecutors' offices work with an eye towards ending our reliance on both over-policing and, crucially, mass incarceration, just feeding people through the system into jails and into prisons. Now, Boudin's also got a remarkable story. His perspective is shaped by his own experience with the justice system, growing up with uh, two incarcerated parents. So Boudin set to end the tough on crime theatrics of the prosecutor's <laughs> office. I love the litany. I, not the litany. I, I love the read down. I love it. It's a shopping list. Oh, his parents were incarcerated. He should be a prosecuting attorney. He's a Rhodes Scholar. Well, he should be a prosecuting attorney. He's a reformer. Well, he should be a prosecuting attorney. He doesn't want to put people in prison or jail. Oh, he should be a defense attorney. Because there's that part of the system. And it's a dang good system, too. Everybody is entitled to a defense when the government comes at you. And Hayes is correct. This does have national implications. The national implications are the leftist portion of the party is beginning to wake up and understand people are sick of seeing their neighbors stolen from, seeing their cars taken, seeing their houses vandalized, stepping on human feces. <laughs> They're sick of hearing about neighbors robbed, reading about rapes and murders and reading, what do we want? Dead cops, when do we want them now? Or hearing that. Or hearing thugs go through their neighborhoods screaming in bullhorns. Fire, fire, gentrifier, fire, fire, get the fire. 
threatening to burn people out of their homes if they don't vote for, for the figurehead. But it's this. That, that, that I, I, know, I know Hayes knows this because he reads the New York Times. He blames this on big money donors. The median house price in San Francisco, you want to talk about big money donors. Find for me the person who lives in San Francisco who is not big money. Find me that. The person who, no, I'm not talking about the area around, well, for that matter, the area around San Francisco. The median house price in San Francisco is about two, two million bucks. million, $1.61 million. And by the way, that includes one bedroom studio condos. That, that includes houses that will have to be torn down to the studs or even just taken apart completely raised to a vacant lot. And there's a lot of them in San Francisco. There's a lot of houses like that. There's a lot of one room apartments turned condo. So big money. Okay, sure. But it's this, this is the part that Hayes knows. He knows this. It's Asian Americans. It was the Asian American community that drove and was responsible, well, not, you know, helped drive, but was responsible for the votes to get the recall on the ballot. Why? Well, I'll be blunt. Because these white adjacent white supremacists are tired of having truly BIPOC people come into their stores and exact recompense to, to take into their own hands the, the repayment for slavery to get their reparations by breaking glass. I'll say it another way. They're sick of black on Asian crime. They're sick of being afraid to stand outside on a street corner unless they are beaten by a black assailant. And it must be that black people have a, a, a genetic issue, right? No. That's the same nonsense as whiteness. It's not a black issue. It's a, a series of criminal issues. It's a societal issue. It's a form of mental health that's been driven into people's heads by the party. You have no hope unless Hillary Clinton gives it to you or this this white prosecutor who lets everybody out of jail. Secondly, you can't be expected to not commit crimes. You're black. You can't control yourself. The soft bigotry of low expectations, the desire to tear down the cities. That sort of crime is so useful to a political party I should say it's not even a party, the party who wants to flip America. The cultural revolution can't happen while people have a sense that the cities are well run. The cultural revolution cannot occur while people feel comfortable and safe in their existing environment. You have no, you have nothing to rebel against. So all these factors play into this. But Chris Hayes believes he can sell this to us as, oh, well, this is just a, this is just a reformer. This, and by the way, his story is so interesting. His parents were in prison, didn't you know? Didn't you know? My parents were teachers and social workers. I should run the Department of Health and Human Services. Well, in all reality, I think any anybody listening to the podcast would do a better job than people who do it nationally for real okay so here's how i am certain um that well it's not just this but i am so gratified to know that we picked the right partner when it came to financial news and analysis uh with zach abraham at bulwark capital management here's a couple things that happened to me this week Number one, uh, there's a gentleman I know, fascinating guy. We may have him on the radio show. He's in the finance business as well. Um, he does something different than what Bulwark Capital Management does. Fascinating guy, incredibly smart. He was an Olympic swimmer or Olympic level swimmer. He, uh, he helps uh, wealthy people legally pay a lot less tax. And he comes from the Eastern Bloc. And man, does he have some stories about growing up over there. 
and what he sees coming here. He has mad respect for Bulwark Capital Management. He was kind enough to buy me a, um, a shake the other day, health shake outside the gym, and we talked. That happened. Um, at my physical therapist's, the owner came and talked to me and introduced me to his young son. His son is studying finance. And he said, hey, uh, are there any things you should suggest that my son would listen to in the way of financial news, the Bitcoin stuff? I said, yeah, just everything with Zach. He goes, oh, I love Zach. And now a personal request from somebody. Could you get Zach to come and speak at an event? It's a Christian business owners event. And we'd really like to have him talk about the stewarding of money from a Christian perspective. So these are some of the ways that I know that we picked the right partner when it came to financial news. And that's Zach Abraham. You can call him because he focuses on risk management for people who have neared retirement. Risk management means, yeah, earn a bunch of money, but don't lose it. So call Zach Abraham. He's at eight at, at board capital management, 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. Or you can go to knowyourriskradio.com. Knowyourriskradio.com is, by the way, where he does his, uh, his radio show and his podcast, which are stellar. 866-779-RISK. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management, a investment advisor representative, Trek Financial LLC, and SEC registered investment advisor. Theater of the Beclowns. Hayes beclowns himself by pretending to not have knowledge that he has. There's no chance that Chris Hayes has not read the New York Times piece on Asian Americans or seen it or that his show staff hasn't. This is things that they ignore because you can, when he actually talks or questions someone, you can see there's an intelligence there, but he chooses to beclown himself, but not, not to this level, (laughs) not to this level. (laughs) This is Joy Reid. And when I think of the, see, this is where my faith, uh, the Holy Spirit's talking to me here. I mean, I'm not hearing a voice in my head, but my my chest sensing the Holy Spirit say, hey, 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 God's possessions. He made these people. All right. Joy Reid has some gifts somewhere. Um, uh, I don't know what it is. I, I truly don't. I have no idea, but uh, she has gifts because God made her. Um, let's see. She says wildly dishonest things. She's histrionic. That's not, that's not a gender-based thing. She just is. Um, in this piece, Joy Reid contends that she's unlocked the madcap plan of Republicans. Now, as you hear this, remember, this is the week that a um, would-be murderer went to Brett Kavanaugh's house. Remember that in the past uh, 15 days since Texas... Now, Uvalde, they've now refused to put locks on school doors about 155 times. They've refused to fund school resource officers, but they'll send $49 billion as a down payment to Ukraine. Incidentally, have you noticed Ukraine's out of the news? <laughs> Anyone notice that? Hey, that it didn't work. I mean, unfortunately, it still involves civilians being murdered in Ukraine in a war and and Putin pressing that. But notice outside of the news. Wow, that's interesting. All of a sudden, altogether, it's out of the news. I wonder how that happened. So Joy Reid says stupid things. She says dishonest things. In this piece, she says she's unlocked what Republicans want to do. This is at a time where the Democrats continue to allow terrorist groups to run wild, et cetera, ad nauseum. Joy Reid breaks it all down. This is the madcap Republican plan. Their anger has frankly corroded into something more like hate. To the point where they, even as a minority, I mean, only about 30% of Americans are Republicans, are openly flaunting the idea that because they're not happy in and don't feel affirmed by a more socially liberal, modern, multicultural, and yes, more secular America, that there should be no safe spaces. If they have anything to do with it, there will be no place in this country where any of us should feel safe. That's our punishment. We have a political party that's selling demographic 
panic and rage and alienation, a really dangerous combination, saying basically that Democrats should feel afraid. I mean, they're saying immigrants should feel afraid and that, quote unquote, socialists should feel afraid. And since all Democrats are supposedly socialists, well, too many immigrants are coming here. Build a wall to keep them out. Separate them from their kids. Women are having abortions and not helping grow the domestic population of infants. We'll just pass laws to make them give birth. <sighs> I'm not a politics and popcorn guy. But I'm listening to this and this the, the lies get worse. I cut it off halfway through. I couldn't stand it. She started to say, they're teaching history that makes us uncomfortable in schools. So ban books and ban the teaching of history. And, and anybody who's not utterly and completely traumatized or hasn't been mainlining stupid. Oh, phew, I did it again. Dang it. Dang it. It's difficult. Um, people who do not have discernment. Do you think Joy Reid's demonic? <laughs> I, I know that's a stretch, but do you think so? I think someone who can do something like that, that is the Republican goal that no one feels safe, all Republicans, that Republicans are saying, that, that this is what Republicans say. Democrats should feel safe nowhere. Give us an example of how Democrats, of how we're saying Democrats shouldn't feel safe. Well, you won't ban guns. You want to be guarded by guns. Well, but you, but you, but you, only by the police. You hate the police. Well, but uh, but still, okay. So that one breaks down. What's what's another way you shouldn't feel safe? That Republicans are saying you shouldn't feel safe as 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 Democrats. You shut down drag queen story times. No, we criticize them, and sometimes they are shut down. And to have little kids in a sex club. Yeah, we criticize that. And when we can, we're going to shut them down. You can have them in your house. You can have them in a private party. You can show your kids porn in your house if you choose to do that. You can have all your friends over and dance naked for your little kids if you choose to do that. Now, if we catch you, that there's crimes there. And by the way, in that case, it's about the kids being safe, Joy. And to speak of this with God at the center, it is about not leading the little ones away from the Lord. And if you want to speak of feeling safe, Joy, fear not the people who can harm the body, but that who, the he who can condemn the soul. Joy Reid has a talent somewhere. I don't know what it is. But speaking of not wanting people to feel safe, Joy Reid doesn't approach this. These are billboards that are appearing in neighborhoods where people don't earn, well, much money. Here's some signs, some, some billboards that they're, that they're not promoting in neighborhoods. Number one, that are, are not uh, economically high end and incidentally have a lot of BIPOC people. BIPOC, BIPOC, that's important, BIPOC. No, the reason I say it that way is because it's so utterly insulting. I remember the first time I heard that in Seattle, uh, a woman named Rachel said this in the newsroom. She said, well, a lot of my BIPOC friends, and it turned around and said, Rachel, when she was done, Rachel, can I ask a question? What does BIPOC mean? She goes, you don't know? I said, you know what? Actually, never mind. She goes, no, 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 I'll tell you. No, no, wait, wait. I said, Rachel, please don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's a label. It's, it's taking a whole bunch of people. It means, it means, and I said, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Black indigenous people of color. Okay. She had to tell me black indigenous people of color, but what about them? Well, how, how does it describe anything about them, Rachel? Here's some of the signs. This is a picture of young black women at a party and they're lit Looks like they're going out for night, and everybody in the in the in the picture is lit. Man, they've got their stone on. No overdose. Do it with friends. Use with people and take turns. Try not to use alone or have someone check on you. They're talking about, and right right there, get Narcon, Naxalone Narcon, so you can. <laughs> 
Be prepared at any one moment to stop a friend from overdosing. They're promoting it. They're thinking of all sorts of creative ways to get people to die at a young age. That's right, I said it. Mark Levin, that's right, I said it. Get off my phone. Remember when he used to do that? Here's another one. Don't be ashamed of using. You're empowered now that you're using safely. And this is a BIPOC young woman with smart glasses and a, um, a, a scary, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's an I'm in the software business hoodie. Then we've got the working man. He's white Hispanic. And he's wearing a flannel shirt so you know he's a working man. Plus he's got his, his, his head shaved bald and he's got a serious look on his face. And he looks like he's physically fit. Fentanyl test strips can help save your life. Or don't do fentanyl. Or let me say that another way. Fentanyl strips can help slow your, 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 your death from an overdose. Using with friends will mean you die more slowly. You don't die from an overdose. You die instead from, let's say, kidney disease, liver disease, um, collapsed veins, uh, blood diseases of various types. Um, you, you become addled in the brain and end up, in, in, instead of eating a sandwich, trying to go out and eat a fire hydrant. Oh, just it's it's the it's the clowns. It's the theater of the clowns, and yet it just has such evil consequences. You know what the Lord says to gain wisdom? You know that, right? You know where that comes from? It's for us to be in the Word all the time. Would that help with things like this? Yes, it would. As you do for the least of these, so you do for me. Hey, Jesus, you should shoot up. That's, that's really what they're saying. I mean, that's, that's the way to look. That's a way to look at it. And I know that could be sacrilegious. But the Lord said, as you treat the least of these, so you treat me. Hey, Lord, uh, you should use fentanyl. Well, I was hungry and in jail and you brought me fentanyl, not food. Yeah. Uh, food is, is, you know what? A, a food addiction is sometimes harder to break um, than, a, than, than a drug addiction. I've talked to people who've, who've had both. And I've shared with you, I made a joke the other day. Uh, I'm going to be on a national radio show this weekend. Uh, Frank Tarek is a great uh, Christian apologist, brilliant man. He's been on my show like three times, author. And I, I was talking about my old McDonald's addiction. I've shared that with you guys. And I know people who are addicted to foods and have been addicted to drugs and it's harder. So let me talk to you about soda weight loss and breaking that addiction. Okay. There's a lot going on in addictions. You may be chasing something you don't know you're chasing. I had to learn that I spent a lot of time chasing an insulin high. Okay. And it wasn't always the foods. Sometimes it was the amounts or when I ate it. And this is what empowered me. It's not what, but it is key to what empowered me to lose 150 pounds of fat, to drop it from my body. This is like two 75-pound bags of rice I carried around every day. You don't think that's heavy? Go pick up a 75-pound bag of rice. That's one. I carried two wrapped around my middle section. When I dropped that unwanted fat, it was remarkable. I was chasing insulin highs. I didn't know that. And when I started the fat loss process, I would be creative about ways to get other insulin highs. And here's the deal about soda weight loss. It stands for state of the art. They'll explain to you the insulin chasing. They'll explain to you how your nutrition is causing addiction to foods that don't mean, well, they don't, they, they don't do well for you. And the process of getting you off those foods, is not just, it's not about just dropping the foods. It's about replacing them. And at Soda Weight Loss, what they do, and my wife is now on her 13th successful week with Soda Weight Loss. One of the keys to what they do is they change the way your body chemistry is working right now. Because if you're going around chasing insulin highs, or you can, you can chase all sorts of hormonal highs with food and you don't know that, man, once that process stops, it's an incredible thing to never need one of those foods that hijacks you. And that's just the way it's been now since I, have, I haven't put any weight back on. Soda weight loss. My wife is loving it. We have so many listeners who've joined up with this. It's S-O-T-A weightloss.com. Soda stands for state of the art. S-O-T-A weightloss.com.
Now, the, the theater, it's just the theater of the, the clowns. And we get to this. Tonight, there is a special hearing. And we're going to be told it's bipartisan because Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are on it. Adam Kinzinger hates all things conservative. Liz Cheney is as mobbed up a human being as a human being can be. It was uh, the, the presidency was ripped away from her dear, dear friends, the Bushes. Because Donald Trump came in and interposed himself and it was it was Jeb's turn. I mean, he was royalty. It was supposed to be Jeb Bush, the powerhouse conservative Jeb Bush. That would bring the band back together and bring the Cheneys back into power. And Liz would have more than a congressman's seat from congresswoman's seat, forgive me, from the state of Wyoming. So her dear, dear friend, Nancy Pelosi, invited her onto this very, very important committee. So important that they don't want any details. So important that they will not look at the role of the FBI in helping to steward this into existence. So important that they're hiding tens of thousands of hours of video footage. So important that they will not look at, hey, why are these people not being arrested? They, they, broke, they broke the rules. They invited people into the Capitol. How come they're not being pursued? Why are they not being arrest, arrested? So in other words, it's a big clown theater event. They, the Congress, the Democrats have hired an ABC News producer to produce this. Guys, I cannot, well, I will give you, I'll, I'll try my very best to tell you the degree to which so much, this, so much of this stuff is staged. There's a process really well-funded candidates go through. It's, it's, it's sometimes called smoothing the edges. Smoothing the edges. What they'll do is they'll bring focus groups together and they'll have the, the wannabe candidate who's well-funded because this is a very expensive thing to do is you go speak in front of a group of people who look like the people you're going to need to get votes from or, or have the demographics and income and education and background, et cetera. And you will give a version of a speech in front of them and they will use a dial pole like Frank Luntz does, the, the, the grifter Luntz. And you'll sit, you'll give your speech and they'll observe the dial poll. And later your political consultant will sit you down and say, okay, here's the deal. I know that you believe life begins at conception. I know that you believe it is a, 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 a terrible sin to, to kill an unborn baby. I know you believe that marriage is between a man and a woman period that it is. Otherwise it's adultery. I know you believe these things. Here's some ways you can say this and not lose. And here's some areas you can say this. So I'm not asking you to change your beliefs. But when you talk about abortion, just say you want common sense abortion reform. Don't say you want to end it. You want common sense reform. That's what you want. Don't you think it's common sense that you not kill babies? That's the way they do it. They smooth the edges until everybody sounds like everybody else. Then they'll bring in speech doctors. All right, listen, when you're communicating, you have a tendency to bring your hand up above shoulder level. That can be looked at as blocking your face and it's a sign of dishonesty. The other thing is sometimes you make an accusatory finger. So what we're going to work with you on is we want to take your, uh, your index finger and your pointer finger, bring those together, turn the palm towards you and press your thumb against those fingers. This way you are enunciating a point but you never, ever, ever use the pointer finger because it can be aggressive. Female voters don't like that. So, and by the way, let's talk about the coloring that you're wearing. I know you like the red ties, but listen, they're going to try to paint you as aggressive. So what we're going to suggest is we, we, we're not, not quite pastels, but what we like is a smooth gray. And just to add some zing to this, certainly we're going to bring in some red, but it has to be nuance. This stuff all happens. So it makes sense that they know there's, there's, there's nothing to hang Trump up on on January 6th. He didn't cause it. He didn't orchestrate it. They know all this. So they bring in an ABC News producer to help make it exciting for the people. And the people at The View who live in that world. They live in the world of reading scripts. And when they go off script is where you get the delicious view clips that only exist on conservative radio, conservative podcasts, because they're, they're, they're playing characters. They know their characters. 
So this is The View talking about January 6th theater. Criticism that it's a theatrical event, because they did hire a former um, ABC News president Mm -hmm. to go there. He used to work here. We know him, James Goldson. Mm -hmm. He's doing something with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Not Fox. You're talking about the the hearings on Thursday and what's coming up next week. But I think that that is an important thing. On Thursday night, my feeling is that they must present present this in the most dramatic way they can so that people will continue to watch. Something like, on that day, these people tried to have your vice president killed. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe something like that will slap them into, wow, is that true? Mm-hmm. Let's hear more about that. And I, so I don't object to the theatricality of it. It's really, <laughs> you've got to keep people's attention. You have to keep people's attention. I understand there's theatrical elements. I'm I'm rolling a theatrical element. It smooths the transition between segments. I get that. In Congress? (laughs) Ah, the theater of the clowns. This stuff wasn't supposed to leak. They were not supposed to know that there was an ABC News director. Up lights, up lights, camera two. Tight and Pelosi, tight and Pelosi. Roll the sympathetic music. All right, up under me now, camera two, camera two. Bring up the the, the, the star-spangled banner under Liz Cheney's speech. Quiet, quiet, one-third, one-third. There it is. Full lights on, Cheney. That's <laughs> going to be going on um, in, in the control room. Uh, here's a, want a bad transition? I'll give you one. There's no theater here. Uh, my friend Dave the Digital at Greenhaven Interactive he is the Christian conservative that stands between you and the Googleplex. Dave will go where other conservative Christians don't go, to the Googleplex. If you are a business owner, or you are a marketing director, or you are a social media manager, uh, or you run an organization, say a local Republican Party or charity, um, have you done a Google search for yourself? So this is so, so simple. Absolutely no brainer. Do a Google search for your business or your organization or for yourself. If, you, if you're someone who has a reputation to protect, search your name and see if you like the results. If you're a business or an organization, if you do not appear in the top three to five results, you have a problem. Okay. It can cost you money. It can cost you reputation. If there's a bunch of bad stories about you and you're a public person, well, that can be a problem. Dave, the digital at Greenhaven Interactive will get with you. He'll assign a team to you. They'll look into why this is happening. It might be that Google hates you, but it's much more likely that it's their algorithm. Either case, Dave is an expert at fixing it. 20 years in the technology business. He stays purposely medium-sized. He has no interest in being a a, a, king of the world. He loves his small team. They can get this fixed for you. And here's the deal. You pay Dave, not Google. So easy to get in touch. Just go to greenhaveninteractive.com. Do let them know you're a friend of the podcast. Dave works on the podcast every day. Will that get you special treatment? No, but it'd be good to know. Greenhaveninteractive.com. The theater of the clown. That was the people at The View talking about, it's a good thing to have theater. There is apparently a woman on The View who's auditioning for the role of kind of conservative. She kind of pushed back on this kind of a little bit. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I forgot. I got ahead of myself. Theater. Next hour, we're going to go do some pattern recognition. This is my very favorite thing. It's my favorite thing for analyzing world events. So I'm looking at Ukraine, which is incidentally out of the news. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Pride Month. I apologize. They'll put it back on the news in, in uh, 22 days. So Ukraine is temporarily out of the news while we celebrate the human emotion of pride. And of course, pride goeth before a fall. The, the Lord abhors pride in a human being, the haughty, etc. But let's put that aside for now. I mean, why bring God into it? So that's gone for this month. But um, we're going to do next hour pattern recognition around, inspired by the COVID. 
Okay, so we just talked about theater. They just talked about theater. The people, the ladies at The View just defended theater. And we'll get to this woman who pushes back a little bit. This has been four years of theater. There is all sorts of theater being used inspired by the COVID technique. We'll talk about this next hour to do for other things what they did for the mRNA injections. Oh, and by the way, have I got news about the mRNA injections? How about this? They're giving people a deadly degenerative uh, brain disease. No, it's not. It's not me saying it. It's a study. It's not. It's it's, it is. Yeah, it's peer reviewed, but it's also actually things that happen to people. We'll talk about this next hour. So they're taking the, the, the techniques they used during the COVID. They're creating these bottlenecks. Well, the only way you can go is here. Or as I call them, behavioral kill shoots. If you have never burned around a cattle farm, then, then you don't know. But a kill shoot is, hey, all of a sudden the cows look around and go, wow, there's no way out of here. And no cow comes out of that building. It's called a kill shoot. But they've been doing this for four years. Does anyone remember this? In order to institute social distancing, which is their euphemistic way of saying isolation, LA County has paid workers with machinery to move sand into Venice Beach Skate Park. This attracted a lot of attention from people who felt that it was both costly and unnecessary. You have to wonder, with all of these issues that we're facing, is this a worthy allocation of resources covering a skate park with sand? They even had somebody guarding the place with the skate park taped off from the public. A measure like this seems more than just temporary, and it seems less about keeping the public safe and more about reminding the public of their place in the world. Yeah, it was also to do behavioral kill shoot. You don't get your skate part back until you get in, injected with the mRNA, which will load up spike proteins in your testicles and you'll have trouble reproducing and in your ovaries and, and you'll have trouble reproducing in your womb and you're going to have stillbirths and, and you're going you're gonna to have miscarriages. And now it turns out, oh, by the way, with the boosters, you get a booster. Now with 100% more brain disease. So we're going to look at that next hour, but it's been theater, 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 theater. So I question, and I don't know this woman, maybe she's truly, truly, truly intellectually honest. Um, This is someone from The View uh, who pushes back just a little bit on this idea that hiring an ABC news director for a congressional hearing is a good idea. Somewhere else? No, I think the average Fox News viewer has been seeing for a year and a half this play out over and over again. Rioters attack our capital. We've seen it on every single channel, even Fox Local, if you watch that. Even Fox Local. See, their whole contention was that Fox viewers won't watch this unless it has entertainment value. They, they won't, they, it's not going to be on Fox. It's not going to be on Newsmax. I don't think any Fox viewer is going to turn over to MSNBC, maybe CNN. But let me ask you this question Do you have any interest in this hearing? Any interest? Do you know anyone who's saying, you know what, I'm going to sit there? But, oh, you know what, this? You might not, but get this. Get this. I didn't know this. They're offering ice cream. You think I'm kidding? They're they're hosting ice cream parties to get people to watch the view. I mean, pardon me, to watch the hearings. This is a true thing. In in Washington, D.C. and cities around the country, Democrats are, are, are creating free ice cream parties. So you get free, probably Ben and Jerry's communist ice cream to watch the January 6th hearings. The clown. Someday the Lord will come and he will judge. And someday we're going to know all. I don't pretend to know anything about heaven other than what I read in the word of God. Blessed are the suffering, for they shall have comfort. I, I anything I know about the, the city of, of, of the Lord is anything I just I read in the Bible. Um, or that I've been told by my pastors or by people who are far more mature in the faith than I. And theirs is based upon the Bible. The the the, the Christian environment in which I run, we we always go back to say, yeah, but how did Jesus do it? What did the early the, the apostles think? What did the early disciples think? How did they act? So I don't know anything about heaven other than what's in the, the word of God. But here's a request I would have in heaven. It says that all will be revealed. That things hidden in the darkness will be shattered from the rooftop. That nothing is hidden from God. There's not, not, not nothing you think 
uh, nothing you do. There's nothing you've ever done that God doesn't know about. Nothing. The, the thought in your head right now, God knows. So all will be revealed. I, 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 I hope in heaven. There, there is, I want this answer. I want, to, I want in heaven to know how many of these people were scamming. It, it, Lord, did Joy Reid know what she was doing? And the Lord might look at me and go, did you? Why are you worried about Joy Reid? You teaching your kids my word? Are you teaching my word in your spheres of influence, in your work sphere, your church sphere, in your home sphere? Why don't you let me worry about Joy Reid? The Lord might say that. We might get to heaven and all is revealed and we might go, wow, Joy Reid wasn't the really bad actor. Or maybe she was. So I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Because on top of everything that we're talking about here, there is this downward pressure to almost make it impossible to trust the government. If you were going to make it impossible to trust the government, what, what exactly would you do differently? What would you change? Well, we'll tap it off with, with that theory in mind, making it impossible to, touch the, uh, to, to trust the government. We'll, we'll tap that off. Just one quick announcement here. We're planning another event this time on a kind of larger scale, but kind of smaller scale. I'm asking you to put a pin. See, that's the old business thing. Put a pin in the end of August. We're putting together an event, an intimate event. It's going to be entitled Hope in a Godless World. So I'm asking you to listen closely. We're going to announce the event. It's going to be a small, a much smaller venue. And I'm really excited about the things Julie and I talked about with it today because it's going to give us a lot more time to visit together, all of us. So just put a, put a pin in it. This is the White House press secretary. By the way, <laughs> they have more people fleeing that job. They have more people. They're, they're losing people because people just, they're, they're sick of themselves being beclowned by being part of this organization. This is the White House spokesperson who has her job because she is same-sex attracted and black. Well, and well, she, no, she's black. She identifies as black. Right, same-sex attracted and identifies as black. That's why she has her job. And look, I, I want to be clear. She has some skill, some gift, because God created her. I just, it is, it is lost in me what it is. I, her usefulness is clear. Uh, her, like I said, I'm, I'm continuing to say, the smart, evil people in the party hire really, really well. Listen to the construct of, of her statement here, though, and understand how well they hire this is a woman who, by her own admission, can't say things. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you, is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration and other experts as well, is that we feel that we are in a good position to take on inflation. We are in a good position to really start uh, really working on uh, lowering prices. Did you hear this? What we're trying to say. We are trying to say a thing. When I, before I was a saved man, I, I, to outrage people, outrage them. I, I'd say, I, I'm, re I'm really listening to you, but what are you trying to say? <laughs> because inherent in that is this, this, you can't say things. What we're trying to say and what I'm trying to say to you is that we feel the economy. Does this not, does this not cement the thesis? We're trying to say we feel we are unable to articulate anything that would defend our treatment of the economy, but we feel would be a better way to say that. The smart scheming people have to have people like Jean-Pierre, or pardon me, Karine Jean-Pierre. And she has some talent. I don't know what it is. Guys, she's reading these things. Incidentally, the figurehead has invoked the Defense Production Act for the sale and production of solar panels.
We'll talk about that next hour. It's another bottleneck. He is going to, he's effectively seizing the manufacturing capabilities of some companies to force them to produce solar panels. But, I mean, in his defense, who could have possibly seen the gas increases, gas price increases coming? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline infrastructure? Yes. And, new pipeline. And, and, exactly. and no more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. That's just yes. Does this not cement it? Hey, give the smart, evil people their due. They hire well. Bill Gates used to say, hire smarter people than you are, or hire people smarter than you, give them freedom, Smart people are malleable. They'll find a way to succeed. That's what Bill Gates used to say. I think the theory of the World Economic Forum and the people who are pulling the strings on Biden, which is Obama and those people, BlackRock, etc., the, the, you know, the mob, the, the party, hire people stupider than you and tell them exactly what to do. And they'll take the fall. It's the nadir of trying to succeed. And now this, I promised the rest of the story on this quote. This woman doesn't have a high net worth for someone who's in the Senate. Honestly, she will because she'll be in there for life. She's from Michigan, Debbie Stabenow, although this might cost her. She's excited because she got her first electric car. And she wants the little people to hear this. I do have to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to be dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies and the uh, international markets. She said something and she didn't say something to get, I finally got enough chips to get, get my electric car. Why would she say get? Well, funny thing. Average electric car is about $55,000. I think that's an old number. I think it's more like 75 now. Did you know that unless it exceeds a thousand bucks a month, Members of the Congress can have you pay their car leases? Did you know that? What'd she say again? I'd have to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. Get my electric vehicle. Huh. Interesting turn of phrase. So the evil smart people hire well, people who do dumb things and aren't very smart and they tell them exactly what to do and they'll take the fall, but we're going to pay for it for now, for now. True justice will not happen in this world because we're here. True justice will happen in heaven. True justice will happen when the Lord returns. There's lots of reasons to look forward to heaven. One of them is true justice. As long as we keep in mind the logs in our own eyes. Next hour, pattern recognition and a personal note. Pattern recognition. How are they using COVID-like techniques now? And what is the end game? And a personal note. Please do go be well. 
be strong, be kind. And as always, let us endeavor to keep the Lord at the center and let us endeavor to have his word live within us.